What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. I'm Robert Wampler. And let's get started talking about those great championship games yesterday. Before we do, I want to get to Aaron Rodgers and his future in Green Bay. So, a lot of people are saying they wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this year, he's gone. In this offseason, he's gone from Green Bay. And my only question to Aaron Rodgers would be, well, where would he go, right? Because there are a lot of teams, because as of today, he's 37 years old. So he can't walk into a complete rebuild. And I think he knows that. He can't walk into a place where they have to completely rebuild because they're not going to get done in time for a Super Bowl window. And it it sort of goes back to, to what Tom Brady did last year where he was like, look, New England is clearly at the end of the rope here. They have no weapons. Nobody really good on defense other than Stephon Gilmore. And Bill Belichick's a great coach. But if I'm going to win another Super Bowl, I'm too old to stay here and rebuild for a couple years. I, I got to leave. And he left and he went to Tampa Bay where they were already putting a squad together, a team together. When you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, he can't go somewhere where they rebuild. He might not be as old as Brady, but he's still not, not young. He's 37 years old. So let's look at some of these teams that have the pieces that just need the quarterback. Okay, the Indianapolis Colts are in the AFC. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, there's no way at 37 years old I'm going into the AFC where there is nothing but good young quarterback after good young quarterback. Let me give you a list of some of the quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tua, Joe Burrow, and by next year, Trevor Lawrence and most likely Justin Fields or maybe Zach Wilson. Okay, now let me give you a list of some of the great coaches in the AFC that who will have to face now in the playoffs, if not in the regular season. Urban Meyer, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, John Gruden, Mike Tomlin, Mike Vrabel, who is a great head coach, Kevin Stefanski, and... Who knows how how some how these new coaches are going to do? Like Robert Sala, I think he'll be a great coach. But nonetheless, you already have those giants to get through, those quarterbacks and those coaches to get through. If you're going to make it to a Super Bowl, which, like I mentioned, has been Aaron Rodgers' Achilles' heel. So now let's take a look at maybe the only other team in the NFL that has all the pieces together just need a quarterback. Maybe the 49ers, because don't forget. When they're not, because don't forget, this year they just got derailed by injuries. They would, there's a good chance they would have been meeting the, whoever, whether it's the Buccaneers or the Packers in the in the NFC Championship, if it wasn't for their injuries. But you put a great quarterback like Aaron Rodgers on their team. Not that Jim Garoppolo is not a great quarterback, but you put a great quarterback like that on their team. I think that would be uh, honestly a Super Bowl favorite. But let's take a look at the problem here. So you might be saying, okay, well, you get to the AFC, and that's great. You you escape all those quarterbacks, you escape all those coaches. But the problem is now you're going to the NFC West, uh, which it could also be called the NFC Best because outside of the AFC North, there's not a division relatively close to as good as the NFC uh, Best or West. And let's take a look at some of the quarterbacks in this division. So you've got Kylo Murray and Russell Wilson, who, by the way, I know I was just talking about young quarterbacks and coaching combos, and there's not a lot of them in the NFC, but one of the only great young quarterbacks and coaching combos in the NFC, you're going to be going to their division so you have to face them twice a year. 
You're also going to have to face Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, which is no picnic, twice a year with DK Metcalf. The 49ers, like I said, you're going to be going there, and you're going to have to face those teams. You have a great team around you, but you have to face them. And I know, and I know, scheduling shouldn't necessarily be a reason why you shouldn't go to some place, but it, it should at least be considered. I mean, especially for the reason that he's doing it. He's not doing this for retirement. He's not going to move somewhere like LeBron moved to L.A. He was also thinking, when I retire, I'm going to live in L.A. and build businesses, build my brand. Fine. When Tom Brady retires, he can live in Tampa Bay. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers isn't doing this for retirement. He's doing this because he wants to win another Super Bowl. And to go to those teams where you're getting where you're going to be scheduled against these great teams, and your Achilles heel has been to not go to the Super Bowl, I think your best bet is to stay in Green Bay. First of all, you're in a division where you are rarely challenged. Let's take a look at some of the other teams in your division where you will be facing the Bears, Vikings, and Lions. It's not that great of a division. You also have maybe the best situation in Green Bay. I mean, sure, there are situations where they have all the pieces. It's not like Green Bay is missing a whole lot of pieces. Maybe you get him another receiver. Maybe you help him out, get, help him with the offensive line, but you've got a good coach. You've got great home fans when, when we allow fans back in, probably next year. You've got a great situation going on. Green Bay needs Aaron Rodgers, and as much as he doesn't want to admit it, as much as the media doesn't want to admit it, I think Aaron Rodgers needs Green Bay. Not saying it wouldn't be great. I'm not disputing his talent. But, I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe uh, if we're sitting here and he goes somewhere else that they're going to be great. This isn't the same situation that Tom Brady was in. I think Aaron Rodgers, if I were him, I'd stay in Green Bay and get you another weapon. I mean, that's how close you are. Your defense is great. You picked up Jair Alexander a few years ago. Great pick. Great first-round pick. You're not missing a whole lot of pieces, to be honest with you. You're not really missing any pieces. You just got outplayed yesterday, outcoached. I think if you get him another receiver, get an edge rusher, I mean, you're going you're gonna to be able... You're going to be able to win Super Bowls and make it to the Super Bowl. If you want to get Aaron Rodgers another Super Bowl, he's got to be part of the decision making. I'm not disagreeing with that. But to just but to just bluntly put it on Green Bay and to just say Aaron Rodgers deserves better than this, there's not a whole lot of players in the league that are getting better than what Aaron Rodgers is getting. And I think we need to realize that. All right, so the other side of this uh, equation is Tom Brady will be going to his tenth Super Bowl, which uh, I suppose yesterday, meaning he will have made for eight. He will have made up for eighteen percent of all Super Bowls. So I had been a doubter of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pretty much all year because I said there's no way they're going to be great. There's no way they're going to be good. Uh, th- there's no way they're going to make it past Wild Card Weekend. I mean, he went first of all. Not only did he go to a new team, new system, no preseason. No OTAs. He comes in the first week, gets their doors blown off by New Orleans, and I was like, okay, I think I was right about this team. And then, and then, and then they struggled throughout the year. They hit these hot and cold stretches, and to be honest with you, we didn't really know what they were. Were they a good team? Were they a bad team? Or were they just in the middle? Then comes the postseason, and they and they scrape by Washington, 
who has a good front, but I'm like, okay, you can't be struggling with Washington if you're going to beat New Orleans and Green Bay. Then they beat Green Bay, and then they, or I apologize, they beat New Orleans, then they beat Green Bay, and now, as much as I love Kansas City, and I'm going to be, and I am and I don't know who I'm going to pick in that matchup, but, I mean, New Tampa Bay's hot right now, Tom Brady's playing some of the best football of his life, and they've got the weapons. So, uh, hats off to Tom Brady, hats off to Tampa Bay, and that defense is playing extremely well right now. Kansas City and Buffalo played yesterday. Kansas City was down 9 nothing, And uh, there's no panic. I mean, it just, it's just the AFC Championship when you're down 9 nothing. There's no panic from that squad. Fumble, muff punt, drop pass. It doesn't matter. No panic. No worry. We got the offense to catch up. And they did. We got Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the world. They did catch up. And they won, uh, really, they they really made a statement in that game. 38-24, really wasn't that close. Uh, Kansas City, I love Josh Allen, I love the Bills, but you got, but there's a giant now in the AFC. It's no longer New England, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady's efficient system that you could beat, right? Like, it wasn't easy to beat, but you could beat it. This is a team where you are going to have to put up 30-plus points a game if you even want a chance against it. The only reason why the Browns were able to keep the game so close under 30 points is because Patrick Holmes didn't play in the second half. The Browns are a great team, and they and I think they'll be a team to look out for in the future. But they were not like the chosen team that was like, okay, we're going to keep this game close. That, that, that was the only team to hold Kansas City under 30 points. No. Uh, Kansas City is an unstoppable team right now. And, uh, and I think, and isn't it sort of fitting? Possibly the last time they will ever meet in their careers. I'm not saying it is, but there is, I think there's a chance it will be. Now they're in different conferences, different divisions. They don't play each other every year. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. So Tom Brady can essentially, he I'm not going to say put it out of reach because I don't know, but he can almost make it impossible for Patrick Holmes to at least pass him, right? Like, it's one thing for him to tie him, but he can make it impossible for Patrick Holmes to 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 break his Super Bowl records if he gets seven, especially if it sends him packing this year. However, if Patrick Holmes wins a Super Bowl this year, he's already at two. That means he's two for three in his career. This is how ridiculous Patrick Holmes' career is this far. Every year that he hasn't made it to the Super Bowl, what was his worst year? Oh, he made it to the AFC Championship game and lost in overtime to Tom Brady. That that was his worst year. And I think we really need to to sort of recognize that Patrick Mahomes has a chance now if he gets if he gets this to have two Super Bowl rings and to only be four away. And you're like, well, four Super Bowls is a lot, and it is. I don't see anyone stop, stopping this Kansas City Chiefs team anytime soon. This may be Tom Brady's last last year for a Super Bowl because, and I know and I know people say that every year, but he's getting older, and this team's red hot right now. If Kansas City wins this year, there's no reason why Patrick Mahomes cannot catch Tom Brady by the end of his career. If Patrick Mahomes wins this year, there's no reason why he can't catch him in Super Bowls. And so... Uh, it's sort of fitting. I will get my game pe- game pick for that in a little bit. But as for 
but as for the Chiefs right now, I would I'd probably put them number one, Tampa Bay number two. Uh, I, w- I probably won't put Tampa Bay ahead of them yet because I've seen Kansas City just demolish teams even when they're down. But we will have to see how that all plays out. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also click the link to listen to it uh, on whatever podcast platform you want to. But thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, everyone. And God bless.